Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I can't tell you how excited I am today to have one of my best friends, Jeffrey Allen, on the show. Jeffrey, welcome. Thanks, Ken. It's so good to be here, and it's really fun to do it with you because we've known each other so long and yeah, yeah, it's thanks. it's great to have you here. And anybody who isn't familiar with Jeffrey, let me just read you his bio because I, I think you'll be pretty impressed. So Jeffrey Allen's a spiritual teacher. He's an energy healer. He's the author of uh, Duality on Mind Valley Academy, and he's actually an engineer by trade and an energy healer at heart. Uh, Jeffrey's helped thousands of professionals combine their intellect and intuition to boost confidence, improve relationships, find meaning and purpose, and manifest the life of their dreams. He's based in Tokyo, Japan. He's known as the Healer's Healer. He's traveled globally teaching energy work, intuition, and healing on four continents. Through a deep understanding of energy, Jeffrey helps you break through your hidden blocks and create a powerful intuitive awareness, giving you a unique edge in your personal and professional growth. Jeffrey, Take a minute, fill in any blanks in that in that intro, and, and then share a little bit about your personal life, if you would. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, thanks, Ken. So, yeah, so that that sounds really good, that bio. <laughs> like, so, but uh, if I had to just describe it in, you know, like real layman's terms, I'd say, you know, what I really do is I, I'm, I've learned how to see energy and feel it and hear energy. And, and what I do is I help other people learn to do the same. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, you know this. Uh, we do we do very similar work, and it's um, what's exciting about it. What I love about it is that when you start working with energy, the way you understand the world, the way you relate with people, even the way you see yourself, sometimes even the way you relate with your higher power, or spirit, or God, like all that starts to change because you've got a whole different set of information. Mm-hmm. So like. Usually we see the, the physical stuff and even our emotions, we feel that and so on. But when you start tuning into energy, there's just this whole extra layer of information. Mm-hmm. And it's one, it's fascinating, as you know, but also it's um, it's really like it leads to this feeling of that I'm connected to people. I'm connected to you. I'm connected to everybody that's listening. And and um, it's it's cool when you have that awareness, that connected awareness Suddenly it doesn't make sense to like, you know, hurt people or do harmful things or do dumb stuff. It's like just like you sort of automatically course correct and like mm. and everything starts getting easier. So that's why I love to do it. It's just it's just such a good feeling and so exciting. And then to to teach it, I gotta watch other people get that really cool, you know, change and aha too. Nice. Yeah, so so that's maybe a little bit 
easier to understand than the bio. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Anything you want to share with us about your personal life? Yeah, personal life. Well, I, I live in Japan, and mm-hmm. I live in Japan because my wife Hisami is Japanese, and it's it's fantastic. It's it's both like a a really interesting challenge being in a foreign country and not speaking the language very well, but it's uh, so good, so fun, and just for me, I love new things. Yeah. I love new stimulus. I love to learn, and being in a foreign country, wow, that. That does it. it. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Jeffrey, one of the things we like to start with on the show is to kind of get an idea of what you use as, I call it a guiding light. It could be a, a, you know, a mantra, it could be a quote, but something that keeps you on track regarding your partnerships, whether it be professional, personal, whatever it is. But what's that thing that you can always go back to to get you centered? Yeah. And with regard to a partnership. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I would say, um, i got to think of an example in my mind. For me, it's remembering that it's usually not about me. Hmm. Because like the, the times that I get off-centered or I feel like I notice I'm getting kind of grumpy or whatever, if I, if I tune in and slow down, it's always, like almost always that same problem. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's about me. <laughs> and, and if I tune in, I realize... Ah, this is actually, you know, it might be like inspired by me, or it might have been something I did, but yeah, usually people's emotions are about them. So it's probably like if it's my wife and something's happening, that's that's really about her. It's not so much about me. And if I'm having some emotions about her, it's probably not about her. That's probably about me because they're my emotions. So it's that like that's the guiding principle for me is kind of understanding what's mine and what's not mine. Mm. And which which isn't easy for me. I'm empathic, so sometimes that's, you know, sometimes I get a little confused or a lot confused. But um, so that's that's my guiding principle: is this mine or is it not mine? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I think that's so important because so oftentimes, of course, we project, right? Yeah. right? Oh, you did this, and this caused me to do that, and it's like, yeah, but probably not. Yeah, you know, probably that's just how you're trying to avoid whatever's really going on inside of you. Yeah, okay. that's cool. Well, and it's interesting you mentioned projection because that's um, like I deal a lot with people that are really empathic mm-hmm. because because I am, and it's been you know to learn to deal with that and to kind of sort things out. It's been a you know a big process for a long time, and I noticed this really interesting pattern that if you're intuitive, or I should say if you're empathic, meaning that you easily pick up on other people's emotions yes. and you're kind of a chameleon, you can sort of become anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, What'll happen is, if I'm in a relationship or even a friendship, because I care about that person and as a spirit I want to help them heal, mm-hmm. uh, I might sort of become their bad guy, uh, right? Like so. So you and I have been friends for a long time. Yeah. So it's not, you know, maybe it doesn't quite apply. But but say <laughs> say if you had, um, uh, well, I can just use an example. So say you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And your uh, your partner maybe his um, he's got some childhood thing that happened with his mom okay. or a stepmom or something, and so there's some behaviors that are going to light that up. Yes. If you're empathic, it's very likely that you'll start to take on those behaviors, and even if it's not natural for you, you'll find yourself acting out and sort of being like his mom or stepmom, oh. and then. When the person says that, like, you're acting like my mom, 
like you want to like notice if you're if you're really sensitive and go maybe i accidentally am maybe it's actually true even if it's not natural for me mm -hmm. and uh it's it's this weird pattern because it's um it comes from a desire to help each other sure like i'm giving you an opportunity to work it out because mm -hmm. when you look at me you know and you're thinking stepmom but or mom but you also trust me and love me yes. and in present time it's safe mm -hmm. like you're like the neurons start changing you know <laughs> it gives you an opportunity to, to change the pattern but i don't know just something you said triggered that yeah. i was like you know it's it's a really it's a really interesting thing in a relationship that i see yeah and i i'm, I'm guessing it's more common than we realize yeah, you know and, and a lot of people aren't necessarily super empathic but there's levels of it and so it yeah. shows up for them in their relationship and they're not even aware that's that's what's taking place so mm -hmm. yeah that's that's great advice so one of the things that that the listeners love about the show is, mm -hmm. is the stories that our guests share. <laughs> and so what I'd love to do is start with, share us a little story of, you know, a time in your life when you, well, you kind of screwed up in a partnership. You tripped up. Mm -hmm. Just let us know, you know, what was going on? <clears throat> what'd you trip on? And then what were you able to take away from that experience that has helped you move forward in your partnerships? Yeah, it's... Um... Yes, that it's it probably comes back to the same thing I mentioned. Mm -hmm. It comes back to becoming somebody else's bad guy, mm. being the unconscious bad guy, because that's the pattern. It's not it's not just like one specific time. That's the pattern I've seen happen over and over and over for myself. Mm -hmm. And the 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 thing about it is, um, once that happens, once I become that, you know the sort of, I call it the unconscious bad guy. You know, once, I've, <laughs> once I've become that for somebody, like, it feels, not only does it feel bad for them, mm -hmm. but what I tend to do then is I tend to get angry at the mm -hmm. other person. Like, they're like, oh, you, you know, I'm angry. They're getting upset. They're like, you're acting like this. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not like that. And it's like, it's sort of um, just being unconscious to a pattern that's happening that's deep within me. Yeah. Like, so many times that's led to... Like, I'm, I'm angry, I get upset, um, and and it's not, and, and then later it's sadness. Hmm. You know, always, for me, the pattern is always afterwards, it's like, I just feel sad because I hurt this person I care about, mm -hmm. I, like, lost my space, I got upset, like, and it's like, it's not even clear, like, am I angry at them or me or what, mm -hmm. but in the end, it, that sort of confused feeling that I'm left with emotionally... Mm -hmm. I think is just that of realizing, oh, it, all that really happened there was I, I lost track of who I am. Yeah. And because I lost track of me, um, I'm just confused. Yeah. And afterwards, like I said, I'm, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm not even sure. And it's just, uh, so it's it's interesting. It took a long time to, to sort that one out. And the reason I don't give a specific example is like, there's just, like, that's a pattern <laughs> that I did over and over and over. And I, yeah. I suspect, you know, I'm, I'm, was married this is my um, my wife now he saw me is my second wife so mm -hmm. I was married before and got divorced and and I looking back I know that part of that divorce was me just not being myself mm. you know and that's that's one thing I actually really love about he saw me my wife mm -hmm. now is that she really wants me to be myself yeah and if I'm not you know because she sees energy too she's she's really clear she's just like well I don't know what this is or who this guy is, but you know, I, I love you. And when you come back, you know, I'll be over here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and she's just really clear. She's like, 
I can see you're processing something, but I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it helps me because then I'm able to say, oh, like she never like shames me or tells me mm-hmm. I'm bad. She's just like, she's like, that's not even you. Yeah. And so, we, you know, sort that out. Good luck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't, you know, she doesn't buy into it. Yeah. And then, and so that always gives me the insight where I'm like, you know, whatever it is, even if I'm like, you know, we don't actually have a lot of conflict, but, uh-huh. you know, a few times get angry about something. And then um, and just that reflection of that person, like, oh, it's OK, but it's not you. Yeah. And I'm here and and um, let me know when you're, you're back. Like it just it gives me space to, yeah. to find myself again and then just say, wow, you're right. I don't even know what happened there, but, you know, I'm sorry. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking like if that happened more often in our in our partnerships, right, where we're like, well, I know who you are and that's not you. So, you know, do whatever you need to do. But I'm not going to make you wrong for being in that spot. And I'm also not going to like decide that now I think that's you. And instead, it's just, yeah, I'll let you have permission to work it out for yourself. Because like you said yeah. in the beginning, right, it's like if you're having a charge from someone, Ultimately, it's because something in you is triggered. So they're basically giving you permission to go, cool, so something's going on. That's fine. It's not about me. I'm not going to take this on and then have to defend where I'm at or any of those things that we normally get caught in. And so that's it's such an amazing gift to have that permission to do what you need to do and (laughs) let me know when you're back. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing is it's... um... You know, I've been able to learn that yeah. to do the other side too. Sure. Just by you know, I, I learned so much from my wife. You know, mm-hmm. she's my biggest teacher, and uh, but to see that, like, if something's happening with her, to be able to look at it and then not just automatically react emotionally, yeah. and not just like because energy is really strong. Mm-hmm. If you have a pattern that's that you're upset about, you're going to want to put somebody in that pattern. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to like sort of peel out the original person and just sort of like slide in the person that's right yeah. there. And it's just natural. We project on each other. It's mm-hmm. not intentional or harmful. You're not a bad person if you're doing it. But if you're, if I could be neutral when that happens, and I can look at somebody and just say, oh, this is probably about when they were a kid mm-hmm. or this is about whatever. Um, I might even ask that question. I've done that before and just say, well, who do I remind you of right now? Mm. And like, well, you know, you really remind me of my whatever, my brother or my stepdad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then say, why? I mean, what like what am I doing that's like like that? Yeah. Instead of saying I'm not like them, because it's like this isn't about me. Yeah, yeah. I want to show up and help my partner. Mm-hmm. And I, I can do that if I stop thinking it's about me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And no, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. then we get defensive and yeah. it becomes this big attack mode. But yeah, no, that's that's a great question. You know, what am I doing? Or who am I reminding you of? Or, you know, so yeah. they can go, oh, yeah. One, it's not you. Yeah. And two, that is what that is. And I either know this pattern or I don't or whatever it is. But then they can actually address what's the real issue yeah. instead of the imagined one. Yeah. Well, then, and oftentimes, too, with the projection, there's some level of truth in it, too. I mean, Absolutely. it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I probably am like that brother or stepdad or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, we attract people to help us work stuff out and we're all you know, not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point of view. Yeah, it's good to be reminded of that, right? Because we are probably acting that way. We may yeah. not know anything about that person, yeah. so we don't know we're doing it. Yeah, but we're doing it. Yeah. Well, and then I, I also I can if if I give my partner that space mm-hmm. to tell me that mm-hmm. one, I'm, I'm you know I'm helping them 
introspect, but yeah. also I'm learning about my wife. Yeah. And I'm learning that, oh, you know, this, I had no idea, but this particular behavior, mm-hmm. this, this is like a, a sore spot for her. Yeah. And now that I know that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put in a little effort and maybe not do that. Yeah. Or catch it when I'm doing it and, you know, like just be a little more conscious. So it's, yeah. it's great. It works both ways. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that's really partnership is when you're going, oh, wait, that's that thing that drives you nuts. Right. I don't need to do that. That's just, it's what I used to always do, but if it drives you nuts, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's get the bigger picture here of what's the ultimate <clears throat> ultimate payoff. So, yeah, that's great. So, I want us to shift gears here, Jeff. Yeah. Um, so, what I'd love for you to do is tell us a story of a time in your life. I call it a proudest moment in partnership. And the way yeah. I identify it, it could be, you know, work, it could be, family or your your relationship with Asami or your kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's a time in your life you think back on that and you're just like, you just can't help but smile. You're like, wow, that mm-hmm. was so cool. Wow, yeah, so good good questions, Ken. So when, um, you know, every, every year I have that experience, uh, but it's not necessarily in partnership. But it's like every year at the end of the year, I look back and I think I remember last year at this time mm-hmm. last year I was having this exercise and a, like a good year for me is like if I'm a little bit embarrassed by who I was last year that's about that's about right and because then I'm I'm growing yeah. I've grown enough that I'm like oh I can't believe I would have done that or said that <laughs> or felt that or wanted that or you know wrote that or said it or whatever and um, but when I think about and so that feels good. Every year I kind of yeah. get that power, that validation, like, hey, I'm, I'm growing. And I'd say in, in relationship, it's, um, like, I would say with Hisami, mm-hmm. like, the even recently, the things I'm learning from her mm-hmm. about, like, how to hold my space, how to be conscious, how to see my patterns, mm-hmm. it's not things that I didn't know, yeah. but it's it's just deeper. It's, it's harder in partnership than it is by yourself. It just is. Mm-hmm. And um, and so what's what's been happening recently is I, I can catch myself. Yeah. And like so, um, when that happens, it's that's the biggest feeling. So I'm like, ah, this is what Hisame used to catch me, and then uh-huh. I I'd, I'd go the, I'd have to go a ways, and then I needed a little support from her, and then I would come back around, mm-hmm. and then I'd you know. I kind of get it, but I had to go around this whole loop, yeah, uh, of, of emotional and thinking yep. and so on. Because I'm I'm pretty mental, you know. So mm-hmm. like, I got to. Well, think we, a lot. we're not going to go into that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean that mental. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so that's what I've noticed most recently is that I don't have to go around that whole loop anymore. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm being myself more. I'm like, um, uh, even on this trip, I've noticed with my friends mm-hmm. and with my family is that it's easier for me to distinguish. When we're talking that, oh, wow, that's their emotion, hmm. and this is my emotion, mm-hmm. and that's really cool. Yeah. Or And it's it's happened over and over in this trip, and it's really recent because that's what mm-hmm. Isami's been helping me with, you know, is, is that uh, knowing who's me and who's not. So. Nice. And I love what you were saying earlier about, you know, when you look back on the last year, you want to feel a little bit embarrassed about who you were. <laughs> <laughs> I love that viewpoint because what I see that as being it's your partnership not just with yourself, but it's also your partnership with mankind and mm-hmm. how am I making and bringing myself mm-hmm. more to the forefront 
every year or whenever you reference that and just go, oh, yeah, that, that was kind of embarrassing. But I'm more where I'm at. I'm, in, I'm being myself. I'm more in my center and, and I'm bringing more of me forward. So I'm continually to contribute to that partnership I have with the planet that I'm here on. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, when I say embarrassed, I don't mean like, uh, like, <laughs> like I don't. I'm not like shaming myself. Like, yeah. oh, last year you were an idiot. You know, like it's not like that at all for me. Embarrassed is just like, you know, like oh, I kind of can't believe it. Yeah, that that's who I was. And then, but I also remember next year I'm gonna feel the same way mm-hmm. about how I am right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It's for me. It's it's like the satisfaction of having grown, but without the like. Yeah, baby. Now I'm, you know, that, I'm mm-hmm. there. You know, without that part, because next year I want to have the same feeling. I want to look back at wherever I'm at now yeah. and be a little bit like, <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's it's great. So it's it's a, like an amused embarrassment, sure, not a, yeah. not a like painful embarrassment. Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of like the the reverse way of looking at how far you've come, right? By going, yeah. wow, I can't believe that's where I thought I was really doing great last year. Yeah, and now this is like unbelievable step forward so yeah that's cool well what we're going to do now jeff we, we actually we've come to a part of the show i call mm-hmm. bring it all home so we're going to step mm-hmm. away from the stories okay and what i'm going to ask you to do is provide some simple concrete guidance for our listeners so they can apply this directly to their partnerships mm-hmm. you know right away mm-hmm. so the first thing i wanted to ask you was as you think about partnerships relationships what would you say is the best advice you've ever received around that subject Hmm. So, best advice I've received, <clears throat> it's probably like had to do with when I'm looking for a partnership, uh-huh. right? So when, you know, because I was I was married for about five years, my my mid to late twenties, and then I was single for about about ten years, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more, and through all that time, I I knew that, you know, my what I prefer, the dynamic that I like in relationship, is to actually have a committed relationship, a partner that I'm with. Uh, you know, marriage for me is really nice. I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. And um, but I was because I've been divorced. I was really clear, like, okay, well, this time I got to make sure that that this is that I know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not we didn't get divorced because you know I chose the wrong person. It's just like. I need to make sure that this path I'm setting myself on is one that's, it's the one that I'm going to keep going on. Yeah. It's not going to change in some way. It's like, and, um, and so the, you know, the advice I got was mm-hmm. kind of don't, uh, don't pay attention to all the advice that's out there about, <laughs> about dating, about finding a partner. Um, you know, in some ways it's like manifesting anything, but it's, you know, if I have a list of what I need yeah. that person to be in relationship, mm-hmm. um, that's that's almost uh, harmful. I'd say more than helpful. And um, so, and, and most of my advice, you know, I gotta admit, most of my advice comes from my spirit guides. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they're the ones that give me give it to me straight. Mm-hmm. And um, and they had told me at some point they're just like, okay, you gotta you gotta throw away the list. And and I had the insight. At that point, that you know, if if I knew what I needed in partnership, mm-hmm. I I'd have found it already. Yeah. And I, I finally just said, you know, I don't know what's going to make me happy mm-hmm. because I'm a good manifester. So I made many lists and manifested <laughs> that person. 
right? So I was like, I think what would be the best relationship for me would be like, and I could get really specific. Sure. And sometimes I met the person the next day, mm-hmm. you know, that looked exactly, had all the characteristics that I, you know, just everything, the perfect person that matched my list. Mm-hmm. And none of those relationships lasted because I didn't know what I needed. Yeah. And so, um, so that was the best advice is like, stop trying to pretend that I know what I need and just get out of the way. And, um, yeah, and so what happened then is I, I took a I just took a break for a while, mm-hmm. and then I just said, okay, guides, like if I, I you're right, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what I need, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna let it come to me, and and it was strange because I, you know, I, I met my wife, he saw me, mm-hmm. she's the perfect person for me, but there's no list that I ever made that looked anything yeah. like her. Mm-hmm at all like I was totally surprised totally blindsided like I, I wouldn't even she's better than anything I could have put on the list yeah and that's and that's what I needed mm-hmm. you know, my, my list was limited to what um, what I my experiences before yeah you know, even somebody you know it's something my list was like I don't want to have these experiences that I had <laughs> before you know and uh, so I'd say that was the best advice I ever got is throw away the list yeah and just trust um you know, trust that the the universe has your back, or God has your back, mm-hmm. or your spirit guides, or whatever higher power it is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, can sort that out. That like the whole universe is conspiring for you to find that relationship yeah. and to find yourself and be in that relationship. And all you all you got to do is let it happen. Yeah, you don't have to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that you call it. You know, the list was actually more of a detriment. Right. Because so many times we get so caught up in that list. And uh, I had a guest on a, a few weeks ago who runs something called eFlirt, where they do dating profiles mm-hmm. for, yeah. for folks. And she told me that of all the people that have gotten married from there, they're working with someone, virtually every single one of them, when they first saw the profile for the person they married, they were like, yeah, yeah, they're not really my type. I'm not, oh, I don't know, that'd be a wild card. Because we think we know what that type is. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we don't. Because like you said, if we did, then all these other relationships we've been basing on that type would have worked. Right. So clearly, we've got a lot of indicators that say, that's not really it. But we keep so attached to it. So the sooner we can go, you know, I really suck at this. I'm not, a, I'm not good at figuring this out because I don't <laughs> actually know that. I need to trust that there's yeah. something else supporting me in that. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. So let's take another bit of like specific thing you're looking at as far as uh, I call it a resource some people sometimes it's a book whatever mm-hmm. it is that you would recommend to somebody regarding partnership is there a book that just was like wow that really helped me get centered or there's a resource you found in your in your life yeah well so for me it's like a little unusual so my resource is always you know up uh-huh and so for me it was and I think anybody can do that. It's not some special skill that I have. I've just yeah. I've just practiced a lot. Mm-hmm. You get good at what you practice. And if you uh, if you just get quiet and you long enough to uh, start ignoring what your brain's saying, <laughs> yes, right. And and for me, like I said, my my brain's very active, mm-hmm. and so it's easy to imagine things, plan things, make a list, whatever, and. Um, and, but it's not until I kind of let that quiet down that I notice that the answers are there. Mm. 
Like, I, I just, I just ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you pose a question and wait, a lot of times the, the answer is right there. Yeah. And uh, but if you pose a question and think about what the answer would be, you, you can't hear it. Yes. And so that's what I'd recommend. That's the biggest resource is, is you. Mm-hmm. Like use use yourself. Yes. Use your use your guidance. Use your intuition. And um, and uh, and it's funny because you know I've been teaching intuition for a long time. Mm-hmm. Both of us have. And, mm-hmm. and there's this um, there's this idea that if you could hear your guides or get guidance that life would get really easy. Yes. <laughs> and that is not true because hearing that message, getting the clear guidance and knowing that it's right is actually the easy part. Yes. Having the guts to follow through yes. and to do those things, that's the hard part. Like like a, my wife, Hisami, she's, she really is perfect for me. And it's, um, but when we met, I couldn't, like I knew that, but I couldn't believe it. It took me months to, for my mind to sort out some of the obvious things. Like, she, you know, she lives in a different country. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't want to move to Japan. She didn't want to move to America. And then the the biggest one was she doesn't speak English and I don't <laughs> speak Japanese. I'm like, I yeah. just, I don't understand how that could work. Yes. But when I'm quiet, when I turn the brain off, I know with everything in me that I met my wife. Yeah. And so do I, what do I do? Like say no, you know, because it's, and, and the language thing has not been easy, but you know, that it's worth it. It's worth it because it's the right partner. So it's, you know, that's, I'd say that's the resource is you and, you know, be brave, you know, yeah. step in, try it. Yeah. You know, follow your guidance. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. Great advice. So I think it's pretty clear to our listeners <laughs> You've got a lot of information around this and a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of guidance that you can share with people to help them connect for themselves. So would you share with our listeners just how they can contact you, how they can find out more about what you do, Jeffrey? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, my website is uh, probably the easiest place. My okay. website is um, www.iamjeffreyallen.com. So kind of a little you know, new age joke there. And uh, the easiest way to get the stuff that I'm teaching now is probably through the programs that I already have. Mm-hmm. And uh, because that everything I teach has a little bit about yourself. It has a little bit about your relationship with other people. And it has a little bit about your relationship with kind of the universe and the world and your place in it. Because those are kind of the three big stages that I think we're all on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting. My, my wife and I, Hisami and I, are actually working on a relationship class together. Mm-hmm. But when I would say working on it, like it, you know, it might be a couple of years. It might be a while because we're doing the work personally in the yes. relationship so that then we can teach more about it. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. But nice. unfortunately, I can't tell you, like, here it is. You know, yeah. I can help you with it today. More to come. Yeah, more, more to come. Excellent. Excellent. Great. Well, Jeffrey, obviously, it's been a blast having you on here. Yeah. We've known each other for almost 20 years now. Yeah. So amazing. I. Just want to thank you for taking the time. I know everybody listening is like, wow, my, my head's kind of spinning, but I'm going to listen to this again and again because there's a lot of a lot of value here. So thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks, Ken. Yeah, it was great and just so fun. And um, and I just got to say, too, like of all the people that I know mm-hmm. that do 
relationship work and do energy work, mm-hmm. like you've got some of the most clear insights. And actually, I should have some of you, some of your examples, some of the things <laughs> that you've taught me, you've shared with me, have been some of the biggest, you know, biggest insights, biggest helps for me. So, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.